distinct. La- <laughs> Can't put your teeth back in, man. I'm worked out. Right, mate. One of the most difficult things that I come across. I know that you will have heard it as well. In fact, I know you have because you've been stood next to us when we've heard it <clears> together. <throat> is when you hear Christians, people who profess to love Christ, but they don't love the church. Oh yes, mm. yes. That's a peculiar conundrum, isn't it? Yeah. You love Christ, but you don't love the body of Christ. Yeah, you don't love your brothers, you don't love your sisters, and uh, I know there'll be a few listening, and actually, people who are in that predicament relate to myself because I'm not saying I'm like that. I love the church, and um, mm. I love my brothers, I love my sisters, but I absolutely understand the struggle of trying to find. A good one. Yeah. Um, I do. There's no perfect churches. And no. if they were perfect, we would turn up and then it would be unperfect. Yeah. Talking of churches, what type of church were you brought up in? What type of church was I brought up in? Yeah. Um, was it a cathedral? Did it have pretty windows? Uh, I'll tell you what. Look uh, at me. What type of church do you think I was brought up in? Oh, good. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I know. I'm going to say a mad church. A mad church is, uh, in, is in hyper charismatic. Um, um, no, I'm going to say you were probably brought up in around some crazy folk, but not saying that they were hyper charismatic. I'm right. just saying they were just. So I tell you what, I, I drove past the church the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, we do food drop off site once a week, and this area we're going to, um, one of the families lives in and around there. And I drove past it and it was quite nostalgic, right? So this church I went to was bang in the middle of a council estate. Now, if you're from Newcastle, you know the tune. This area is like on the other side of the tracks. It's it's in Forden, right? Um, And I went there with my mom Mm -hmm. from very young age. And I stopped going there when I was about 15. And in hindsight, looking back at it now, after the, the studying and growing up and being born again, it wasn't ideal. But when you're young, yeah. you don't see the theological flaws. You don't see those things. You just kind of get on with it. And what I will say is, I'm not going to tear this church apart because I have really good memories of it. As I say, like it was in the heart of a council estate. And rough and ready mm-hmm. type folk and i love that you know yeah you know what i'm like i kind of struggle with pretty church and this wasn't pretty church it was bang in the middle and there was like flats all around it there was a park where all the kids were doing all sorts in there right next to it to the left to the right there was a community center which was run uh, down beaten up and right in the middle of it was this church right and uh we saw it from when it was run down and it was really run down in fact you know Mate, like even talking about now, I remember the smell. <laughs> total, total nostalgia. Yeah, like kind of like a library damp kind of smell. Ah, but, right. Yeah, but anyway, this church, traditional church building, looking. No, no. Well, yes and yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. And what I remember about it was, it was funny. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the right way to talk about it. And you know, we'll get some people going. You shouldn't mock the church you shouldn't laugh about the church but guys like seriously if we're going to be real about these situations and if we truly love the church brothers or sister and brothers and sisters and people that we sent to these churches because they still exist yeah some stuff that happens is just funny 
Or plain old weird. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll be honest, like some of the memories I've got, it's like, I, I don't quite, if, you know, if I brought my mate to it, like from school back then to one of these services, I, I wouldn't quite know what to explain to them <laughs> if they experience these yeah, things. But, yeah, yeah. you know, just to go back to you, to you, um, Churches, when you were talking about, you know, you, when you were young, you you didn't understand, you didn't really care for theology. Yeah. And I think that's most people, most general people that don't come in ready to go, okay, tick box of theology. Mm. What they're looking for is the impression they get off the people. Yeah. And I tell you what, mate, like, you, you bang on. Mm. And those people were amazing. Yeah. And you know my sense of humour. But before I get into that, mm. these people legitimately... Loved us. Yeah. They loved us. And, like, I remember, like, my mum would, like, be nudging us, packing in, packing in, because I was laughing so much. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, for one example, I remember, in hindsight now, I know that it was about the Lion of Judah, but there was this woman, and she must have been about 90. And looking back, she was fit as a fiddle for 90. Yeah. We loved her. She was great, right? Full of energy. If anybody was ever going to volunteer to do something, it was her, right? Now, there was around a time where flag waving was kind oh. of... Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was around the time where flag waving was kind of being made popular. Yeah. Um, and they got some flags, right? And a few of the ladies got these flags. And they must have been talking about the Lion of Judah. So we have Barbara... Yeah. Um, Sweet old Barbara. Sweet old Barbara. Amazing Barbara. You know what it is, mate? I would love to sit down and talk right now from this position. But anyway, um, we get Barbara and we get all the old ladies, but Barbara's like the oldest of the old ladies. She's got this massive flag. They're all waving them left, right, and center. And Barbara has made a lion's mane. Oh, wow. And she's put it on and she's waving the flag and she's roaring like a lion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for real for real man wow and I'm thinking wow like <laughs> this is <good." laughs> and, and how do you explain that nah and you go well she's yes. born a hot <laughs> but to a young 30 year old lad I'm going unbelievable this is funny man wearing a lion's a mane a lion's mane I remember well wow and you know you, you go well you shouldn't laugh but it's just funny mate and oh. when they used speaking of worship when they used to worship because it was predominantly an older congregation yeah and because it was an old school place at the time do you remember those projectors that you used to like fold up and you put like the laminate on yeah 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 so yeah we had one of them and you could hear it going and there was this other guy john <laughs> like most guys in the church were called john um, and bless him, he was deaf. Deaf as a post. I'm speaking to the right person. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so he was deaf as a post, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you know, he would sing like a minute behind everybody else. And as a kid and as a young man, you're thinking, John's going to come in in a minute. And, <laughs> there he is. Um, and as just, I'm sat here talking about uh, it, and I've got great memories about it, and I hope it comes across that way. I've got great memories about it. Um, and this might be offensive to some people. Yeah. But I'm being real with you. You would go for communion, and I would take communion, right? Yeah. And the way they used to do communion was you would go to the front, and you would kneel down, and first you would get your bit of the bread. Yeah. Very. This is a sacred moment, by the way. So yeah, yeah. it's 
it's it's probably a bit naughty talking about it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be like you know, you know I mean? serious about it, but I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'll get, I'll, you know, like. You know, I get yeah. cancelled by the world, I get cancelled by the Christians. But listen, um, <laughs> you get your bread uh-huh. and you're sat there. Bear in mind, I'm not born again here. I'm about 14. Yeah. Um, And I was confirmed, but actually that was just part and parcel of what I went through. Didn't really know what it meant. Um, but anyway, I was confirmed. And you get the bread mm-hmm. and no problem. Get it, you know. And then the wine comes around. But depending where you are on the line. And, uh, yeah. Is depending how many people have drank from the cup. Yeah. Right? And you'd like you look down the line and you look to your left and you look to your right. Oh. And then I looked into the cup. <laughs> and you can imagine where I'm going with this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Mom, like What am I supposed to do with this? I've got to drink from it. Uh-huh. I don't want to be disrespectful, <laughs> but this is just a fact that I don't want the drink. Somebody All of these else's. 80-year-olds floaters. I'm sat here, I'm going, Curtis, can he even say that? But it's just the truth. It, it's what church life is. It's what it's like. Yeah. Man. It's what it's like. And you build relationships with people like this, and you, you spend your time with them, but it's just an elephant in the room that nobody talks about. Yeah. I mean, I've got no doubt whatsoever that you will have a sim- sim- similar story. Oh, honestly, I mean, I'm... As you're talking, I'm relating to so many of them, and I'm trying to think which ones are, can I talk about, which ones are, you know, but go, the deaf one. Obviously, I'm I'm deaf. I'm not hard of hearing. I'm deaf. I've 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 got no hearing in my right ear whatsoever. And if I take my hearing aid out, I can't hear anything. I was a young lad at church, and uh, and we're singing away. And I, and I can't even remember what the song was, but I loved this song. So I was proper giving it my all, like singing it, but I can't hear myself. So I can't hear what I sounded like. And uh, the woman in front of us, I'll not name her, but she turned around and went, will you stop that? Like that. And I was so like, you know, taken back by it. Like, what do you mean? And she says, stop singing like that. <laughs> She thought I was, like, taking the mitch. She thought that I was just messing about. But no, I was a young lad singing me heart out. And uh, and obviously, no, ever since I've recognised I don't have, you know, I don't have the, the, the most amazing singing voice or, or a good one. But my mother, bless her, she also said it was when I was young because I was so put off by it. She said, well, God gave the crows a voice to sing. So, <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. Amen. But that's the beauty of worshipping the Lord. It's not about how great no. of, of the singer we are. Um, I mean, I'll be really careful here, what I say, but flags, I've never been a fan of flags. Mm-hmm. But they're everywhere. Yeah. And one thing, like, I, I just remember, like, I would always be, me ma like to sit near the front. Yeah. And that's something that I'd also now like to do when I'm at church. But we used to like to sit near the front, and that's where the flag wavers were. Yeah. And at some point, you were going yeah, to be yeah, whacked by a flag. <laughs> no doubt about it, a flag was going to come and hit you. Um, I, I was brought up in quite a uh, Pentecostal church, we'll mm. see. Um, Just for people who don't know what that is. Yeah, it's Pentecostal. So Pentecostal, it's a denomination. I'm no longer in a denomination church, just for the curiosity's sake. But I was brought up in a Pentecostal church, and it's a denomination that is very expressive, I'll mm. say. Very expressive, and I love that. I'm not bashing. I would oft, often 
say that we could all be a bit more expressive. Absolutely. What I'm not talking about is fake expression here. Yeah, I'm talking about genuine reverence. If we really love the Lord, it should show. Yeah. But sometimes Pentecostals, they, they take that to a whole other <laughs> level. And um, I just remember this one service that I was at, and this guy, he just, he started legging it. Like, I don't know where he was going. He started, and I'm talking about sprinting, top of his voice, hallelujah, like this. And I can't help but think, if my mates came in, in the middle of this service, I don't know what I would say, but this was in it, like, church 300 strong. Yeah. And this bloke started running, laps. This was a big building, what? Laps round and round the church, screaming hallelujah. And then I don't know what it was, but... He just started tagging people, and they would jump up, and they would start running around shouting hallelujah, and before you know it, the whole, ah, no, (laughs) the whole church bar me, (laughs) were running around like this, you know, what is it, the conga, conga, conga line, aye, the whole church. I, for some reason, could not. Maybe you got a hard religious heart, Wesley. I, I must have had a hard religious heart. <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't let myself go in that area, but it was mad. But honestly, church was, and still is, we had him wonderful. There is a, a lot of it that, you know, we should examine and say, is it appropriate? Mm. You know, but the the point is, church, I have a lot of sweet, happy memories at church, and uh, ones that, that have impacted us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we sit here and we, we talk about, like, awkward, funny moments. And I think we'd, we've talked about this before. Like, as Christians, we need to learn to laugh more. Absolutely. We need to learn uh, to be full of joy. You know, people say the joy of the Holy Spirit. But when I think about um, such things, hmm. I don't sit here and I'm, I'm not blasting the church I was brought up in. I'm saying these bring us authentic joy. <laughs> Oh, okay, like there's some things now, like the church I went to was a Church of England church. There's some things that I have massive questions about now with the mm. Church of England. You know, I, I do have concerns about that. But as a whole, the people, which who are the church, by the way, you know, when I was talking about people who struggle to go to church, their phrase is, well, I don't need to go to church because we are the church. But because we are the church, the Bible says never neglect meeting together. Yeah. And Hebrews ten twenty five. Amen. Do not yeah. forsake the fellowship Absolutely. of one another. We're commanded to. We're commanded to do it. And because we love the Lord, we ought to love one another. And let's never get it twisted. As much as we've talked about some funny things, the church, mm. I mean, of all the things on this side of eternity, the bride of Christ is beautiful. She is to be revered she's yeah. to be respected she's to be honored she's to be part of if you're born again mm. and really i think we need to understand who we are as the church and what it looks like as the church because many people struggle to find a good solid biblical one and i totally understand that although yeah. we've talked about some stuff what i want this podcast mm. to really bring out is when you're looking for a church, for a church what does that look like? What is that you're looking for? Mm. Because the Bible tells us that the church is a pillar and a buttress yeah. of truth. Amen. And it, with with that, I think that's a great um, first step of looking for a church is 
looking for a church that is standing on the truth. Mm. It is a buttress and pillar of the truth. What does that mean? It is standing upon the word of God. There is this great famine, I would say, in churches far and wide, not just in Newcastle, not just in um, England, but I would say across the world in so many places. Sadly, there is this famine of the word of God. That it is being central in priority it is being, um, you know, it is the main focus of the fellowship. Yeah. You know, people say, "Oh, well, I've, I love the worship." Actually, when they say that, and they often mean the the singing, the the the, the song bit. Actually, the main worship is actually the Word of God, it, word. not worshiping the Word of God. But um, somebody said it was. Um, the other day, he says, you know, it's it's so great to say things, to speak to God, which is what we do when we sing or when we pray. But it's so much greater to hear from God, which is what we do when we hear from his word. And that, when you're looking for a church, it should be a church with an open Bible teaching from the Bible. Priority, number one, not your experience, not what you feel or whatever. It should be, is it preaching truth? Yeah. Truth that offends. Truth that, you know, it, it doesn't. It, the world. Yeah, we're not skipping passages because they're difficult. Yeah. We should be reading the whole Bible. And um, this girl asked us a question the other day, and she says, "Like, how do I know, like, if a church is? How do I even start knowing if a church is solid? A good, solid biblical church will have a good, solid statement of faith. Yeah, and, and I would encourage you to go to the statement of faith to see what it's about. And if there's anything within that statement of faith that is elevated." above christ and what i mean about that is if it's elevated above the gospel if it adds anything to the gospel if it takes anything away from the gospel then it isn't the gospel the the word tells us that if it's a different jesus if Mm -hmm. it's a different spirit if it's a different gospel Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with it and that's why we need to discern the word for ourselves that's where we need accountability but that's why we can't kind of just be no well it's fine of compromise there it's not too bad um, we can't do that. Where you put your roots down is so important. Yeah. But there's something beautiful about the local church. Mm. Something so beautiful. She is beautiful. She's full of broken people who are imperfect. Yeah. You know, people say, I don't want to go to churches full of hypocrites, but the reality is they'll fit right just in. Yeah, amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? You're fitting perfectly well because we are not perfect, but we point to the one who is. Yeah. We are not going to yeah. get everything right. But mm. we will go and point to the one and worship the one who will make all things right. Yeah. You know, and in a world where t- that, that goes against the truth, we really need to be in a place that is unashamed of the gospel. And we can be ashamed of the gospel in many ways, predominantly by not preaching the gospel or putting you at the center of the gospel or any other way. What we must do is find that church who is steadfast on the word. So we've got a few points there. Anything else that you would? Okay, some people, like, for example, worship. Now, when I'm saying that, they, they're thinking the songs. Yeah. I'm not going to argue for hymns or modern songs or whatever, but what it should be is doctrinally true and accurate. Song, yeah. It should be God-glorifying. It shouldn't be man-glorifying. Yeah. In other words, the song shouldn't all be about me and what God's done for me. It should be actually who God is. Yeah. Yes, what he has done for me, but it should be, the focus on him is it god centered is it bible centered is it jesus centered and is it you know holy spirit that there should be a triune god 
with that, I would also consider confessions. You see, over the years, the churches has, you see, we're not independent of 2,000 years of church history. Mm. We have these, you know, the Nicene creeds, these confessions which we believe about who God is. Christ is um, born of a virgin. He is sinless. That he has two natures, you know, yeah. he's human and he is God. Um, there's these core elements that make us Christian. If you if you aren't in that, yeah. you, you're outside. You're talking Jehovah Witness moments. That's yeah. just a big no-no. Another big key thing, sorry, I haven't, I haven't got a, 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 a clear-cut list here, but a one that believes the gospel, and when I say this, the gospel that is by faith, through grace, in Christ alone. Yeah. It is not of works, because there is many out there, and I've experienced them, that may pay lip service to that, but really, yeah. they are all about your own works, your own yeah. righteousness, your own way of, att of, of attaining some form of righteousness. Yeah. Recently, we've come across this one, is baptismal regeneration. Yeah. So they can pay lip service to, oh, I believe we're saved by faith alone, but you need to be baptised um, after you've, you know, made a confession of faith. Otherwise, you you you, you haven't got rid of your sin. Yeah, I mean, well, then what you're saying, what Christ has done is not enough. Back to the question, how do I advise someone? Are they preaching from the Bible? Yeah. Are they pointing you to God? Are they glorifying Christ? Are they believing in the power of the Holy Spirit to save? Mm. Is it God-centered? If you got God-centered, so much of what I was just talking about, baptismal regeneration, um, you know, whatever it is, your, your style of worship, all that is actually sorted out if yeah, it's God-centered. Yeah. So that would be my short answer. Amen. No, thank you for that. And I hope that helps people who have had that question, who are struggling with trying to find a solid church and just to wrap this up have you ever thought about why the church is still here why we don't just get zapped up to heaven when we get born again yeah the reason we are still here is to preach the gospel Amen. the reason we are still here is to represent christ to get about our father's business and there is no greater honor there is no greater privilege there is no greater call than to call people to christ Amen. What a beautiful, beautiful thing that is. Not only has the Lord himself saved us for himself, from himself, he's also sent us out as his forerunners before his return. I mean, seriously, think about that. Is there any greater job title? I know. Is there any greater job title than to be Christ's representative, to go and tell the lost that Jesus lives, that Jesus saves, and that he's coming again. There is yeah. no greater call. And to Christians, to my brothers and to my sisters, to whatever denomination you are in, I want to encourage you to grab a hold of that identity. Yeah. Saved and sent, filled with the Holy Spirit, and with a message which is the gospel. That is why you are here. That is why we're here. This is why this podcast is happening, to encourage you to get a hold of Jesus, to get a hold of the call, to get yourself rooted in a solid biblical church that may well be funny, that may well be full of joy, that may well be a little bit loopy. The but, message is foolishness. Yeah, amen. It, the message it, is foolishness. To so there, it, there will be an element to the world, anything Christian is foolish. Yeah. But there is some things that are just quite plain or funny. Yeah, there is. Mm. And uh, guys, actually, you know what it is? I want to ask your funny experiences. I want to ask 
what you've experienced and i also want to find out um how you look at it from this side of the table do you know what i mean like we once were there unsaved mm. and it was funny but now as i said about barbara i would love to sit down opposite her and say tell me a story yeah tell me where you got that zeal and that passion for the lord from because mm. i know some yeah need it. yeah you amen know what I mean? amen Thank you.